0: Hello, everyone. This is Ryan, one half of the titular wrestling purists. You'll hear this little intro before each one of the lost episodes. So before this podcast was started, I got my break into podcasting in 2020 with a podcast called Podcast World Order, also known as PWO. Jeff was known on their show as the resident wrestling purist. On their YouTube channel, I would have a weekly show Called Referee's Discretion, that turned into the ref bump with Jeff, which then turned back into Referee's Discretion, but this time with Jeff. Uh, shortly after that, I decided to leave PWO to start the Wrestling Purist with Jeff. So I owe the name of the Wrestling Purist to Jeff and my break into podcasting to the guys at PWO. Thank you, everyone, for the support. Thank you for your continued support of the show. Check out the Wrestling PRS on all social media at WPPOD1. That's WPPOD1. And I hope you enjoy some of my early work as a reviewer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Ref Bump. My name is Cod Sinclair. Along for the ride, as always, ride or die. My number two is Jeff the Hitman Hall. Jeff, how's it going?
1: Uh, it is going well, brother. How about yourself?
0: Ah, uh, good. I know it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since we've jumped back into this. Uh, yes. A lot of great wrestling has happened since then, um, but thankfully, you know, with all of with all these great wrestling promotions that we have available to us today none are going under just like who hosted today's show we're going to review it is wcw greed 2001 it's taking place from the jacksonville memorial coliseum in jacksonville florida um this actually was to replace the uncensored uh line of line of pay-per-view events um which i was highly upset about um so um, so this was the last pay-per-view of world championship wrestling uh, before they were absorbed by, by the world wrestling federation. And at the time, um, the sale was already done. It went through. Um, so this was, uh, so this was days before the last episode of thunder and then two more nitros. And that was it. Um, so they were, um, essentially expecting to hit the reset button and after this and um do something called the big bang which um if if you listen to eric bischoff's 83 weeks um that is essentially what it is just hitting the reset button starting over um but that was not um that was not To come to fruition what do you remember jeff about the last days and weeks and i guess the entirety of 2001 i guess um the 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 dying days of wcw
1: Uh, so i'll say this one going back and watching this pay-per-view i actually enjoyed it for probably all the wrong reasons but um i guess i'll I'll get into that later, but yeah so the the dying days uh i guess as a fan well I know at least i me at, at least when i was um in my youth in the, in my youths watching this stuff mm-hmm. i didn 't know it was necessary. i mean I, my dad had told me, and like we kind of knew you know like but back in those days dirt sheets were kind of just now coming around or you know slash the internet, so you, there was rumblings, but I just remember getting kind of not wild but it was already wild but I don't know off the rails if you will mm-hmm. w- w- oddly it's hard for WCW to outdo itself but they you could kind of tell that like everybody was trying to get their last little five minutes on television um you know and like like, like you said in in the last nine days
0: yeah, and that and that was what I think I remember the most is that um for the entirety of 2001 and I reviewed the um and I reviewed the main event of last month's show on Quick Count. Um but it was but the main event was tremendously overbooked and you know, Rick Flair run running around and charge of everything and um, so the main heel stable right now is, is the Magnificent Seven. Um, holy smokes. It, it was just an, it was just an amalgamation of guys that you were told were bad. were were bad guys. Um, you know, just bad guys doing bad, bad guy things.
1: The, this, this pay-per-view, I mean, it really, you know, for as much as we're probably going to just put a stick, stick, a fork in it. Um I mean, it's really a who's who. To be honest with you, though, like I mean, it has everybody on it. Whether they're wrestling in some facet or backstage, I mean, we got we got Booker T. We got, I mean, we have, we have we got Flair. We, we have everybody. Luger. We got everybody. Dusty. Burritos. We got it all.
0: Yeah, you name them, and they're on here.
1: Yeah, um, in some shape or form.
0: Yeah. Um but as far as us going through this show, you know, we'll come to find out pretty quickly that they were not that they were still giving off the um giving off the appearance that there was more to come from WCW. Um it it, it was very strange, I guess, over the last like two weeks of WCW how they tried to end certain storylines and, you know, try and wrap them up really, really quick. And, you know, pump, pump the brakes on these really quick. Um, I mean, I guess it didn't matter in the end because they were bought anyway, but it, it it was just very odd. And we'll get to some as we go through here. Um, uh, But the, but the opening video package is focused on Diamond Dallas Page versus Scott Steiner uh, that that will be our main event for the evening. Boy, can't wait for that. Um, Shivani Scott <laughs> Hudson on commentary. Uh, we get an unscheduled <laughs> match.
1: Sorry, um, C- at to gate with the heat. <laughs> I, uh,
0: Scott Steiner. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is an unscheduled match. It is Jason Jed versus versus Kiwi. Um, uh, you know, it was it was a fine match for, for, for what it was. I, I think um, they got more time, I guess, than I thought I was expecting them to get. Cause there was no build for this.
1: I, I noticed that as well. And I, I also thought that again, I am not, I am a Mark, um, but I, you know, I have no, I'm not one of these marks out here that like wants to be a booker or an actual wrestler. No, I just love wrestling. And that's just who I am. But watching it as long as I have, I, I got that something went wrong. Like something obviously was supposed to happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: or was supposed to go for an extra whatever or because this match, there's no way they went to this thing saying like, oh, well, we're going to have this match. No, I I, I honestly do think this was like on a fly, on the fly, like, hey, get out there and give us whatever, whatever, while we figure, I, I don't know, whatever out. That, That's what it felt like to me.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's never really... It, it didn't really explained further and I guess we only had a couple more shows um, to tie it up, but um, I, I enjoyed this match for, for what it was. Um, they used the time they got well, even though, like, like I said, they, they got more time than I thought they were going to get. Um, the crowd was giving it to them hard at one point. Um, and, I really didn't understand it. The only thing that took me out of this match is that there was nothing going for it. It was just two guys in a ring, just, hey, these are the spots we're going to hit. And, and that's not terrible, but it it no. it it no doesn't give you anything to, to invest in.
1: Well, well, obviously, in hindsight, looking back on it, it wasn't great. But like you said, the fans were in this thing for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but maybe because it was early. I don't know. But they were in this match for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I gave it three stars out of five. Um, it was a it was um, you know, like you know, like we both already said the crowd was definitely invested in it. Um fast paced, good good offense. Um it, it just seemed like you know that you know it, it didn't give me anything to invest in, so yeah um yeah what did you give it
1: um i gave it two just because it was it was super impromptu and there were some well i do not say shenanigans but um uh, uh, P- kiwi was uh there was a lot of outside i don't know look like he was just doing stuff to do stuff which i guess is fine again they probably said go out there and get over for 20 minutes but <laughs> 17 15 minutes but so it wasn't terrible
0: yeah, I guess I gave it the benefit of that because it exceeded expectations.
1: Well, and and that's that's very fair, cod. That's very fair.
0: Yeah. Um. So up next we get the WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship Tournament Finals. Who in the world thought this was a good idea? <laughs> God. Um. So we have so so we have Billy Kimmen and Rey Mysterio Jr. taking on Elix Skipper. Sorry, Prime Time. Elix Skipper and mm-hmm. Kid Romeo. Um, I have been very vocal about the the addition of recent tag team titles uh, to to some current brands of today, um, and you know I won't go into that because I've ranted enough about it. But my main gripe with adding more tag team championships is you have to make sure you have the depth of roster to be able to field a handful of teams, I guess, to be able to make your titles credible. And I'll give WCW credit where credit's due. The one thing they had and that they've always had is a deep cruiserweight division.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Um, Their cruiserweight really was the heart and soul of this whole damn operation. Mm-hmm. you know from WCW from maybe not from the early early days well no yeah I, I'd, I'd even say early days I mean our, the early early days you had your older you had your old school guys Wyndham and all them and I mean uh, that was classic like you know if, if there's a golden era WCW that's a golden era w, uh, WCW but uh, when they kind of made this shift into also like their attitude era slash edgier stuff yeah the cruiserweights were it that was the your meat and potatoes of this whole operation. So, uh, and this, I mean, this the match, and I mean, it was good. I mean, all these guys can wrestle. So, I mean, you might not like the dancing and the outfits. Uh, leave them alone. It's two thousand one. But you know, I mean, it's this was a really good match, and this was exactly what you thought. Well, exactly, exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, oh, Kid Romeo, I hadn't seen it. That's a name I hadn't heard of in years. But yeah, this was good stuff. Uh, If you, if you ask me and I, and and I'm not surprised because like you said, it's cruiserweight.
0: Yeah. Um, it was, it was definitely something that I totally forgot happened. Uh, (laughs) Um, the, the cruiserweight tag team championships. Um, so, so obviously going into this, even if you knew what was, what was going on between, WWF as far as the sale goes, um, they're still selling this like we're like like we're gonna keep these titles we're gonna run it to the end, and I give them credit for that. Um, and then the fact that they just let these four guys go, um, this was this was a great match. I think um, Kidman and Mysterio have always worked well well together. Um, I don't think I've seen a terrible Elix Skipper match. Um he had some clunky ones in TNA, um but nothing you know terrible. So he's a so he's a competent worker. Um yeah but I I mean this this was just from start to finish it was it was it was big it was big flippy moves um you know it was fast paced um um we, we do try to get an acai moonsault from Ray, from Ray Mysterio. Kid Romeo c- catches him and hits the last kiss. Um, and they get the win, and they are the inaugural and final WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Champions. Um, I've got this at a three and a half star out of five. I loved it for what it was. Um, you know, it, it was just it was. It was missing some something for me, and and it could be that because I'm already jaded by the fact that, you know, the writing was on the wall, as you could say. But um, I th- I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, didn't tell much much of a story. It was just a tournament final. Um, but yeah, what do you have?
1: So l- looking back through the lens that we have now of. Um, AEW and like just other wrestlings in general with spots and spots and spots and spots. This was a prime example of like, there's nothing wrong with doing spots when they're organic, you know, like, obviously, you know, they're there going to be spots in this match because all four of these guys can work their asses off. But I didn't see as much of the like, OK, well, I need to be here at this spot, this time for this spot mm-hmm. or I, I have to hurry up and jump over this rope and get to this corner because this spot's coming up. It, it was really, really organic. Um, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. And like, like you said, I mean, I was watching this through, like you said, through JD glasses thinking, well, is there a correct way to do this? Knowing you're going on business in two weeks, probably not. Cause if we did, if they do it one way, we're probably going to kill them. If they do it the other way, we're probably going to kill them, you know? So, um, so, by just have it, like you said, having these guys go out there and do their thing, it was it was fine, and at the end you got you got a little dance break too.
0: <laughs> only only <laughs> can't forget back. that guy. You know what? It brought back some 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 of your know, three count tank tank Abbott uh, flashbacks for me. Um, yeah. Um, so we get a like a like a strange cutaway kind of. Um, so Buff Bagwell has a camera and he's trying to film, I guess, a documentary. For the Magnificent Seven, and then um, Scott Steiner's in a separate dressing room than the rest.
1: Um, uh, I, I I also need someone to explain to me how that uh, how that shower bar held held him up while he was doing pull ups. <laughs> I just do yeah. I don't know if he's. I mean, I know you saw that kind of like I was looking yeah. like there's no way.
0: Yeah. Um. Next next match uh, is Bam Bam Bigelow. In two thousand and one, taking on Sean Stasiak, uh, being accompanied by Stacy Keebler, um, they get some promo time to put over the Sean and Stacy show.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, again, if I could just cut in here. Do it. You got, you got Dustin Rhodes. You got Dusty Rhodes. You got Road Warrior Animal. You got Stasiak. You got Keebler. You got Palumbo um uh, uh you got Luger you got Bagwell uh, Mysterio I'm sure I'm missing Helms I mean it just this, this pay-per-view just had everything you could possibly want from a you know from a star standpoint at least <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah so this I I couldn't get into this match um you know Bigelow was in control for most of it. And then um, toward towards the end, you know, bam, bam, going to the top to end it. Um, you know, Stasiak gets the hair, gets hairspray. Hairspray. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought at first it was Mason. And I was like, well, it's not, it's going to be the hairspray. Um, you, he uses that. He hits a neck breaker um, and gets the pin. Um, yeah. It was under six, six minutes, and it was five minutes too long. I gave it no stars out of five. This was a waste of my time. You know what? It's a half star. Screw it. Um, that's what
1: I. That's what I gave it half star.
0: Yeah, it was uh,
1: because Bigelow wasn't terrible. To be to yeah. be fair,
0: I I have it written down as 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 no stars, and the main gripe for me you know shoot your shot on here do yo know, do your promo do what you're going to do but coming off the high of the first two matches and you know obviously great fat, fast-paced matches and then this yeah um, it was yeah just weird um we get a weird another weird cutaway with Hila Skipper and Kid Romeo where they put the titles on each other. And then that was kind of it. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, Um, so then just standard old regular tag tag team match. Uh, we, we get Hugh, we, sorry, we get humorous and, and Conan taking on team Canada, which is Lance storm and Mike. Awesome. Um, one of these teams is not like the other, <laughs> as you would say. Um,
1: one, one of these teams is a temple of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And the other is, uh, I don't know, chopped liver.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the, the big sore spot for me here was – Was was honestly Conan. He is beyond the point of giving any cares at all. Um, A lot of no selling. Did you get five?
1: Yeah, and it's a shame um, because to to be fair, I mean Conan. Conan, I mean he really is a good worker when when he's when he's interested in like. I've noticed. I noticed that this whole show, in the sense of like, I mean, some guys are just like, well, you know, what's going to happen. You know, if I if I like, you know, I I'm going to come out here and I'm going to do whatever I want or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that because guess what, we're out of here anyway in two weeks, you know. So yeah. uh, I think some of that started to creep into some of these guys, but yeah, Conan, I mean, he just couldn't wait to be finished with this match.
0: He just yeah. couldn't wait. Yeah, he was he was ready to go uh, back to the moon, uh, Max. <laughs> 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 Uh this match was fine for what for what it was uh i I gave it a star and a half out of five um i really love the just the point that we get landstorm and mike awesome as a tag team
1: yeah Um,
0: i wish some of the things and i'll get to it at the very end also but more of the wcw Angles and storylines and teams carried over to WWF. And I know there was already a lot going on and we had to rush the, uh, invasion storyline, but I mean, they could have done better for those two guys in the long run. Um, but yeah, it was was far for what it was. Hugh, uh, 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 Hugh Morris, uh, hits the moonsault. Um, but he gets cut off, and then he gets an and he gets an an awesome bomb for the win. Um, but I still gave it one and a half stars.
1: Yeah, I I probably give it a star. Oh, it was it was rough.
0: I know this is your favorite segment that we're going to talk <laughs> about next. Um, so we get Dusty Rhodes eating burritos.
1: Two hundred and fifty, to be exact.
0: Yeah, two hundred and fifty, and I, I guess, I guess it was a fat joke because I, I don't know why we have to mention the number. I don't know why he can't just be eating a plate of burritos or eating any other. F- like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I get that, but I don't.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, this is typical two thousand one, stick slash WCW stick. But i I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Dusty Rhodes is. And Dustin too but Dusty Rhodes even when we get into his match later like yeah it's it's whatever but he's just so good at what he does I yeah. mean he's just one of the greatest to ever do it and the, yeah. and the crowd well I, I don't want to skip okay well we'll get there when we get there but.
0: <laughs> the one thing I will say about Dust about about Dusty Rhodes one of one of the greatest of all time can do anything you tell him to do um I really view him as kind of like the Michael Caine of professional wrestling. Um, Michael Caine in his, in his film career did a lot of terrible movies Um, and he would be the one that would coin them uh, that where he would coin them paycheck films Um, because he would go in just for the check and then get out. Um, He did, he did Jaws, um, I think he did Jaws four. Um, he did one of the Jaws sequels, and he literally said, "I did this just so I could pay for my boat." Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. I mean, that's hey, you get your money, get your money, and that's exactly. And you know, Michael Caine's inc- an an incredible actor. Um, he's, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's one of the legendary actors. Um, so in that regard, I compare him to Dusty Rhodes. Um, where in 2001, you have him eating burritos, um, you know, and you, you know, not too long av- av- as you would have him in NWA TNA and it's for, it's for another day. I can't do it today. Uh, <laughs> um, then we have, um, Buff Bagwell, Rick Steiner as the next backstage segment talking about, um, there, there was a lot of rambling and quick talking, but it was about Rick Steiner's match uh, late later in the night against against Booker T, uh, and and then <laughs> where Scott's head head is at the moment, um, and then a third backstage segment in a row, and it's just and it's just Palumbo and O'Hare just hyping up their match, and it's like why why do we need to have this why do we need to do this
1: yeah uh they, they weren't terrible but it's just like you said if you if we actually timed it i mean there's got to be there has to be at least i mean almost 30 minutes of of uh, maybe 40 45 tops of promos and weird angle not angles but just weird cutaways yeah like you said and it's very interesting like i said no i, I don't know if they just i mean it's WCW, so who the hell knows what they were thinking but
0: um but the three backstage cutaway things lead us to the wcw cruiserweight championship match uh, between the defending champion chavo guerrero jr taking on shane helms um I, I thought this was another solid match. Um, the cruiserweight division, like you said earlier, was the highlight of WCW. And I think to their dying days, they were. They were yeah. the heartbeat of, 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 of WCW. And that was aside from the other big names that they had. Um, Shane, Shane Helms here, you watch him here and you think this dude is going to be a star.
1: Yeah, he he looks like a million dollars. Um, His work has always been great, so no knock on that. Um, Even when he came out, I mean, his little dance thing was kind of cheesy, but he still looked looked the part. Like, looking back, we can laugh and say it's cheesy knowing that he ends up being Hurricane Helms, but like you said, you can still see that this guy has slash had potential to be a top guy.
0: Yeah, and it was unfortunate that you know it took wWF into the WWE years to figure out you know maybe we shouldn't you know make him into a huge superhero joke you know? yeah and 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 that's no knock on you know the hurricane gimmick because obviously it's one of the it's one of the better done yeah um, com comedy acts within within professional wrestling
1: yes, I agree.
0: Obviously, to the point where just at this past year's Royal Rumble, they brought him back. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, uh, nowadays people don't understand with Orange Cassidy and uh, and just comedy wrestling in general. Like he's funny, but he's serious. You know, like there has to be. A, I don't know. It's hard to explain. You know, idea. He he can't be. Uh, um, he can't be. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Kyle, you know what I'm saying? Like your yeah. gimmick, you can't be into your own gimmick. Like you have to be serious, if you will, yeah, to some extent.
0: No, I get it. And you know, if you don't take yourself seriously, then who's then who's going to? Yeah, you have you 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 have to put into your gimmick what you want to get out of it. Yep. Um, this is a solid match. Um, I still think that Nightmare on Helm Street is the be- is one of the best named fin finishers of all time like, yep. uh, um, that 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 did get a huge pop though uh, yeah. so in the back end of the match and I was like, oh snap, this is gonna end end early. Um, but um, you know Chavo going going for a vertebraker Helms counters into one of his own. And uh, wins here. He uh, he wins his first uh, WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Um, he would go on to WWF and E to win um, a handful more. Um, I have this at another three and a half count or sorry, three and a half stars out of five. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know it, it, it was a solid match, they told a solid story. Um, uh, some some spots didn't get it, you know, as well as I wanted it to. But, um, you know, that could be Chavo also just playing up to his heel character. Um, yeah. But I but I really enjoyed this.
1: Um, I had it at three stars. Again, I enjoyed it as well. It was really, really good. And I think Chavo is also kind of underrated in this whole um for him being a cruiserweight lifetimer. He's never really, you know, like I, I think there's something to be said about a guy. Who doesn't necessarily want to leave the cruiserweight? You know, who has, doesn't have a problem with, with, hey, th- 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 this is my deal. I enjoy it. I don't mind being here. I don't work my ass off. Even all the way is WWE stuff, and even later in life, uh, all of his stuff in Lucha Underground was really, really good as well. So yeah, great, great match.
0: Don't um, I don't know if you've seen Talk and of Mania Two yet. I am not. (laughs) Uh, Chavo Guerrero, uh, spoiler alert, Chavo Guerrero kills a man. Uh, Hmm. So that's probably why you haven't seen him in a hot minute. But I completely agree. Chavo will do – Chavo Chavo does, you know, the things that he does because he enjoys it. And you can tell, even even when I did the – you know, when I did the Road Wild review miles back, it seems like, um, and it was the feud between him and Stevie Ray over the United States Championship. And he was out with his, you know, toy horse Pepe and it yeah. was horse on a stick. And he sold the ever loving gravy out of that thing. And it was and it was funny. And that and that's another example of you put into your gimmick what you want to get out of it. And he and he enjoys it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so then, in the back, we get Rick. We get a Ric Flair segment um, about being in better shape than Dusty Rhodes. Okay,
1: because that's saying a lot.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I mean, that's never been Dusty's bag. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what what's yeah doing that is gonna
1: get in line you you and everybody else.
0: Yeah, um, Booker T cuts a promo then about coming for the United States championship. Um, he has his uh, catchphrase here that he's been using for a hot minute. Um, it's just awful. Don't hate the player, hate the game. And I mean, uh, uh, every time you said it was just more cringeworthy.
1: Words <laughs> to live by.
0: Uh, <laughs> you ready? You ready for this one? I'm ready to go. Oh, boy we have we have the natural born thrillers who are the current uh WWE world tag team champions taking on totally buff that is buff bagwell and lex luger um this is this is squash match
1: we're going to get we're going to get a email or a letter from uh, um lex luger's attorney at some point on this show <laughs> <laughs> i just feel it coming <laughs> for as much for mudslinging for slander for just about anything at this point
0: it's definitely going to be for slander because we have yet to watch a good lex luger match on here
1: <sighs> you know why because it doesn't exist <laughs> man oh lex
0: <laughs> jesus um but no this is 100 percent a glorified squash match um Um, you know, totally buff, come out, cut a, cut a promo, Um, you know, you know, just, you know, talking trash about, about natural born thrillers being, being rookies. Um, They, uh, they both come, come down to the ring. They mean business. It was 54 seconds. And this is honestly the best Lex Luger match we've watched on this show. (laughs) because it lasted for 54 seconds
1: yeah i mean somebody's got to be the cutest of ugly town but um yeah yeah i mean if if less lex luger please and thank you
0: (laughs) i'll give it a half star for that i had it at zero but reminding me that this is the best lex luger match you've seen on this show i'm giving it a half star thanks yeah lord i'm
1: with you put him over half star
0: And just as you think it uh can't get any worse. Um we get a match between Canyon and Ernest the Cat Miller um with Miss Jones. Um yeah, very, very interesting. Um I don't really know. How do you Go Um just a real quick no, you can take this. Um this um this uh Miss Jones, um she uh was former Nitro Girl Chameleon, um, I, I I had to do a lot of research to get that, so you're welcome.
1: I mean, I, I knew she was a Nitro Girl. I did I didn't know that they. I mean, I guess they all have names. I, I shouldn't be that way, but the uh, fact that you the fact that you found that is is amazing.
0: Um, Canyon also kind of um to to cut the wound deep would call her champagne instead of chameleon. So uh, <laughs> uh just a typical Kent Canyon S S thing. Um what do you got for this one? Uh what what's your take on it?
1: Uh I mean this one's kinda all over the place. Um it's it's the the ballad of, of Ernest Cat Miller who's really, really good and I'll have like a beautiful serious match and then turn right around and have I, I don't know he was really um hot or cold you know yeah. like he could be funny and at the and I, he's a really good worker and 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 he really was was a legit martial artist so you know so he had like all that in his bag then he and he could be really funny as well which is fine but then some you know you start going too far that way and then you get to the woods like we are now and yeah. canyon is um another uh another uh Favorite of mine, you know, a guy that I love, and he's a really good worker as well. And I think he's underrated in WCW. Um, I think they missed a the boat on maybe doing something, well, doing more with him, um, not named yeah. Mortis, but <laughs> but yeah.
0: The Mortis, I was going to say.
1: Yeah. Which when I was younger, I, I mean, I've still him. I was all in a Mortis. Like, I, I, you know, I, for whatever reason in my, in my brain at the time, I mean, Glacier was just absolutely stupid to me. Um, but if you just said something about Mortis, I'd have fought you to the death. So I, I know that doesn't make any sense, but that, that's just where I was.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I recently watched, um, I forget if it was Uncensored 96 or 97, but it was Mortis versus versus, versus Glacier in a martial arts match, um, which there, it, there, there wasn't like a stipulation to it. They just said it was a martial arts match just for – WCW sake to call, to put a name on it, I guess, um, yeah. but I forgot how um, excellent Mortis's theme was. Um, for just for all the green smoke and lighting, and um, and then he had James Vandenberg as his uh, as his yeah. as, as a manager, which I thought was great. I feel like they could have done way more with that because Canyon is one of the most underrated wrestlers. In, yeah. in pretty much WCW in general, um, he was he was doing moves, um, in in ring that we didn't see for years before a bigger name did them and put, you know something you know put you know, put a name on it. Um, I feel like that's why he stuck around and he did the whole DDP shtick. Um, yeah for a, a hot minute there, but um, I don't care about this match at all. Um, I cared about Canyon, and even then, um it seemed like it seemed like he was checked out. Canyon yeah
1: yeah, uh it did, and it, again, it's a shame because his work is great, but like like we touched on earlier, I think is some of the guys were like, well, hell, I'm out of here anyway. And, and I, I would assume too, you I think some of the guys probably already had contracts. You, you know what I'm saying? Like everything lined up anyway to go. You know, I'm sure some of the some of the guys were Vince had already talked to and were ready, this, that, and the other.
0: Yeah. Um I literally thought this was a 15 minute match. It was just uh it was just um over 10, but it felt extremely long. I was exhausted at the end of this because there was a <laughs> there, there was a false finish in 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 the middle. Um, Canning gets a roll up, but he puts his feet on the ropes. Um, you know, gets the win, but then it gets waved it gets waved off. Um, you know, th- uh, you know, th- you know the girl champagne kicks cat. Um, you know, Eric is kind of just kind of lumbering around. And it's like, can we just get to the dang finish? Because,
1: no, yeah, it, it it was, it looked like two guys that just didn't want to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, and that shows no stars at all, no stars. Yeah,
1: that, that's 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 fair.
0: There's nothing. Um, even even you know, post post match, uh, canyons putting the beat down on on the cat and then we get a save by am i smooth (laughs) ice train (laughs) um excuse me but i'm i'm gonna take a second here the old ice train theme (laughs) um no pun intended here it's fire like uh
1: it's it's definitely on. it's definitely on the level of two cold scorpio i'll put it that
0: way oh yeah um, are you ready for this one? <laughs>
1: let's let's roll into it.
0: I feel like I feel like we started off so well and it's getting progressively more awful.
1: I mean that that sounds like a WCW pay-per-view.
0: <sighs> WCW United States Championship on the line, Rick Steiner defending against Booker T. Um it's a shame because, you know, sitting here af- after this match And you think about the push that Rick Steiner's gotten in the last uh, 15 to 16 months, you know, since they're the turn of the century. And um, you almost wish that, you know, the push that Rick Steiner's getting now, he got a handful of years back when he could actually do things in the ring.
1: Yeah. um, Rick is underrated and and I mean uh, I I think I understand why because he's just not as flashy as Scott, you know what I'm saying? Like as personality wise, but he's just just as good as a wrestler. And again, if I tell you like hey, you're going to see Rick Steiner versus Booker T, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I mean, what Yeah, you- that. Well, on, on its head, you're like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Like, that's going to be a good match."
0: Uh, uh, is it? Um, <laughs> um I hated this match.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan. It, it, no. it, it was almost an insult to not our intelligence, but you watch it and you're like, "Well, we know you two guys can do way better than this."
0: Yeah, and, and you know
1: your top guys who have been in top spots for a long time, been doing this a long time, and and I get sometimes things just don't click, but it wasn't that. It was just was, I don't know, like that giant funk or that cloud of we don't really care was over this pay-per-view terribly.
0: Yeah. You, you could tell just by Rick Steiner's offense and the way he moved in the ring, it was, it was either. He didn't care or he just couldn't go anymore. Or it was some crazy amalgamation of the two. Mm -hmm. Um there was a lot of there was a lot of brawling, a lot of rest holds. Um, Booker
1: seemed like he was trying. Booker seemed like he was trying to save it, but I mean, if it's a one man show, then there's just not not nothing you can do.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, there's yeah, there's only so much you can do here. Um, we we get a ref bump. Um, nobody from Magnificent Seven comes out uh, to get involved. But instead we get the franchise, ah. Shane Douglas. Um, um I,
1: <laughs> another name to throw in this pay-per-view. And again, I get heat for this all the time, but I'm a franchise guy. I'm a I Shane Douglas you, guy.
0: I knew that was going to pop you as soon as I saw it.
1: He's wow. the only good thing from Pittsburgh.
0: Wow. Okay. We'll get into that <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> um, he runs in, uh, through, through the crowd, I should say. Um, hits Rick with his cast, Booker hitting uh, the bookend, not the rock bottom, um, to win the United States Championship here. Um, I gave it a half a star um, solely for the effort that Booker T was trying because you could tell Rick Steiner wasn't there.
1: Um, I gave it a star for Booker T doing his thing, and then you got Shane Douglas slash Cowboy Bob Orton coming out there
0: doing his thing as well. Um, so this next match, it is, um, it is, um, the last match before the main event. Um, it is, it is Dustin and Dusty Rhodes taking on Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair, where the loser must kiss the winner's butt or, you know, the way that, so this is essentially the way they're billing it is they're billing it as, you know, kiss my ass match. Mm Mm-hmm. And they make note that it is a kiss my ass match because we'll get to that at the end. Um, so it was, it was, it was fine. Um,
1: uh, okay.
0: Wh- uh, go ahead. I,
1: why is Ric Flair in um, slacks he, and a Hawaiian shirt and dress he, shoes? He didn't care. <laughs> like I, 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 you're right. I mean, I know why. Like, well, I'm just gonna wear this to the damn show and do my match and go back and you know, like I, I get it, but uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I Again, like I guess everybody checked out. D- Dusty was great in this, and the crowd were crowd was behind him so much. Dead hot, yeah, because it's Dusty. And again, like I said, I mean, he can do no wrong. He just he just can't. And Dustin Rhodes too is such a good worker. God, He's such a good worker.
0: Yeah, even at this phase where you could tell he was a little out of out of shape.
1: Well, you you, you could tell he he didn't really love wrestling at yeah. this point, you know.
0: Yeah, he was in a real tough spot. I think I think I think personally um it wouldn't get any better, but um still putting in the work here, I think, and the and and the hot tag towards the end of the match where, where, where we get dusty. Um, this was the loudest pop of the night. Yeah. And, you know, just dusty doing dusty things and
1: dusty, like a true professional, like the legend he is comes in and does his thing and get the crowds with him and he milks it. This is a, this is a skill that a lot of people don't have nowadays because of modern wrestling, but he milks it, but just enough, just enough where it's absolutely perfect. Because he can feel it. He's Dusty Rhodes.
0: Yeah. Um, cut to the end. Um, it's, a, it's an ugly roll-up. But Dustin pins Ric Flair. Um, just a hair under 10 minutes. Um, I gave it two and a half stars. It was It was what you expected. But it was more entertaining, I think, than you may have thought. It was
1: going yeah to yeah yeah I, yeah that's that that's fair again these this I mean I love me some double J too but flair just guy just killed it for me like <laughs> it, it, it was the Hawaiian shirt and the slacks like man I just I, it just it just wasn't right damn it
0: yeah. oh all right uh so post match um yeah it was it was what it was. <laughs> we'll get into that really all right main event time falls count anywhere match i'm gonna stop right there every main event that scott steiner has been in where he's been the world heavyweight champion or has been competing for the world heavyweight championship has been either a no disqualification match or a false count anywhere match now why do you think that is
1: well, it's the same reason John Moxley's is the same way. Um, I mean, you know why? Yeah. Uh, again, older, uh, younger Scott Steiner, freaking, na- well, he's still freaking ancient, but, you know, wrestling freaking nature. This new Scott Steiner, you know, he believed his gimmick. He lived it, whether he was in or in, in, in the ring, out the ring. Um, so that's why. But I will say this, though, Cod, I. I do enjoy this. Oh, I guess he's always heel, but I do enjoy this Scott Steiner as champion though. I do. Um, not forever, you know, like I'm not saying he should be going on a run where he, he has a belt for a year, six months, but just this different type of, um, you know, he's not chicken shit. He's, he's he ripped and he's a heel and he has edge to him. I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. It was a little bit different than, than what they had been doing with their heel champions.
0: Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll pick up where I left off. Uh, the matches for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, Scott Steiner, um, the current champion, being accompanied by Madeja, uh, taking on DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, master of the Diamond Cutter, um, who has now passed it on to QT Marshall. Anyway. Um,
1: he, he was over when he came out, too he was
0: over oh my gosh yeah oh um you know this i had i i forgot about this match um but but watching it again you thought that ddp was gonna win
1: yeah you did um the match itself wasn't necessarily great, but at that point, there's a point where he has him in like the camel clutch, and he's on his back, and they're put. He's putting his arm down, and DDP's me just pouring blood. You know, oh, yeah. it's that. That's good stuff right there. That's you know, that's people getting. But the match wasn't the greatest. But if you can get caught up in the work, then somebody's doing their job.
0: Yeah, um, I'll back up a little bit from that spot. Um, DDP hits the diamond cutter. Um, Rick Steiner shows up out of nowhere, pulls the referee out. Um, does, does he ever? He, huh?
1: Does he ever? He sent, he sent that damn ref flying. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, DDP gets hit in the head with the title. And like you said, just pouring, pouring blood. Um, then we get um, Scott Steiner gets the pipe, hits DDP with it. Uh, puts on the steiner recliner wins again um you know what this is going to be shocking i'm giving this a th- i'm giving this three three stars out of five
1: <laughs> this was the poor, was, man. The poor oh, man can't oh, even
0: say it listen a- and as much as i hate wrestling in the crowd i that's one thing i cannot stand i hate i, I hate when people when when we get the when we get the wrestling match pour into the crowd. It especially and 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 this is the moment when I when I realized I hated it. It was it was it was Taz and Bam Bam from ECW. Um it was when they went through the stage. So it was the so it was the pay-per-view right right after they went through the ring. Mm -hmm. And they start in the ring, immediately go to the outside, and then immediately in the crowd for like four to five minutes, and you just see bodies everywhere, arms flying, people in the way of the camera, people getting in the way of the wrestlers. I'm like, you don't, you don't need it. You don't need it.
1: <sighs> it, it it's a it's a weird subject because you you can do it, but it has to be done properly. Mm-hmm. Um, natural outside wrestling in the crowd is fine it's when you start getting that like hand i can't see my hand like that hand behind the head and they're like There's i'm gonna put my around. hand behind your head and walk you like ah, mm-hmm. that's what i don't like so again if you get out there and you guys are going through tables and you're punching them and you guys are stumbling back to or forward to someplace, cool i'm fine with that but the whole grabbing people by the back of their necks and they're just them just walking like, oh, I'm so dazed, I'm walking to this table so I can get put through it, uh, mm-hmm. and then, then I then I throw myself on top of it. Yeah, it's. I, I agree with you, brother.
0: Yeah, uh, but this was fine for me. Them going in the crowd, they didn't do too much of it. They got right back in.
1: Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. This this one was was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um. It, it seemed like Steiner was more motivated here.
1: Um, what? Well, I- I think some of that is, is for, our, for God knows, well, I guess he knew how long, but I mean, he, he had the belt on him and he was the guy. He was the guy. I mean, if you had the belts on you, you're the guy, whether it's good, bad or indifferent or by hook or by crook, you're the guy. And I, I again, like I said, I think he was good in this spot. And, and I also forgot that um, the pipe was his staple. I forgot about that. When he whipped it. Well, I was like, ah, I, I forgot. he I forgot he used to just tear people to pieces with this pipe.
0: Well, you know how it started
1: uh I guess refresh my memory then
0: ah there we go uh, so back at wCw sin uh that's the infamous pay-per-view where Sid vicious broke his leg um so the next night on Monday night nitro um he is now selling it as he broke his leg and I shot on this super hard uh go check out my quick count video um so in the network cut of that, they show the replay like six or seven times. Okay, on 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 Nitro. Sorry. Oh yeah. So when you go back and watch it on the network, the the actual pay per view, uh, they like they like kind of freeze the shot like right before. So like you see him in midair, he jumps, and then it pauses for a second, and then the next spot is him on the mat. Um, yeah. Um, but then you go and watch the nitro. They fully show that thing like six or seven times.
1: That's the beauty of just, you know, everybody,
0: you know, people thinking that they know everything. Oh, well, we'll just,
1: yeah, but forgot about the nitro though.
0: Yeah. Um, but that was the whole thing. And then he, um, that would lead to his match um, at the, at the next month's show against Kevin Nash. Um, the infamous one where he, where he wheeled himself out in the wheelchair, uh, but he had the fake cast leg. Yep. Um, I, I reviewed that one too. And the usual shenanigans. Um, but, uh, so, so that was his shtick and he was doing it and, you know, Scott Steiner promos thrown in there and this is a great run for him. Um, and then he signed with WWF and they absolutely ruined him.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: And, and 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 some and some people will say, you know, if he was in better shape, he would have had a better match against Triple H at Royal Rumble. Um I kind of agree, don't have him in that spot to begin with. Uh Yeah, I mean, you That's on them. Listen, that
1: that's on them you had to see this guy work. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what you're getting into, you know, again, if Scott Siner can't cut it anymore, he's this, he's that. That's your job to, to, to figure out what, uh, if he can go or he can't go. So yeah, I I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, But after this match, we get Rick, we get the story about two brothers, Rick and Scott, Uh, they're beating up on Booker T as the show fades to black uh, on the last WCW pay-per-view of all time. Um, Very recently though, um, WWE put in another trademark for the world championship wrestling um, moniker. So who knows what's going to come of that?
1: What do you mean? Um,
0: They put in the trademark uh, for World Championship Wrestling because it was lost for a little bit.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, I'm surprised. And Cody didn't have it. Cody didn't.
0: I guess not. But it, but it wasn't WCW. It was World Championship Wrestling. Um, gotcha. Um, um overall, I, I, this show is so hot and cold for me, and I think you said it earlier, um, but i'm I'm giving it three stars out of five, and I can't believe I'm saying. <laughs> this. But this is way more entertaining than i than I thought it was gonna be um, you know I, there there's so many w c w things on this show, and I mean that in both the positive and the negative way oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: WCW at its best, um, you know, booking a 10-plus-minute match with the Cat. Um, You know, the best thing, the best booking they could have done the entire night was give Lex Luger a 50-some-second match. Uh, Um,
1: I'm going to give this pay-per-view four stars.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Just because uh, I think you summed it up when you said, I mean, this is WCW – all rolled up into one, like their booking the way they do things all rolled up the star power all ro- rolled up into one, into one show, you know what I'm saying? And that's probably a little bit biased on also just being it being their last show. But yeah, I mean, that, th- this, this pay-per-view is the, the embodiment of WCW as a brand. It literally is.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Eh. Four, four stars. Though. Oh my gosh uh but you are absolutely right this is the embodiment of what wcw was and i think with this show being the last thing to remember um to to remember them by it was a it was a great representation
1: yeah that's and to, to, again that's why i'm giving it four stars again not so much on the wrestling acumen and all that but if you're talking one last hurrah one best bas- one, one one big bang yeah i mean it, it, what what didn't it have uh, good good bad or indifferent
0: <laughs> they didn't have anything on a pole
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's the only thing they were missing you know
0: yeah um but that wraps this episode of the ref bump up um Guys, we definitely appreciate you watching. I know it was a handful of weeks while we got some stuff, some some, uh, some stuff together. Jeff is actually a high school football coach, and here in the state of Virginia, that kind of got pushed back uh, to the glorious month of March. So this month's been a little um, eg- exhausting for all of us, but I think um, you know, I speak for both of us. This was a definite, a definite re- refresh for both of us. Is definitely a nice break from reality.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, you know, um, but make sure you check out our next episode. Um, WrestleMania is weeks away. Um, so we're not taking our two week usual break like we normally would. So come check us back out next week as we review WrestleMania 20. That is WrestleMania XX. For those who are into the um, X7, X8, X9, if you're a part of that generation, um, then it's XX for you. Um,
1: needs I, to come back, I think.
0: Yeah, well, they did it with 30, and I think that was a little too extreme. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: but, extreme.
0: Yeah, um, Guys, check out all, all of our social media links. It's going to be in the description box below. Um jeff where are you at on social media so they can follow you Uh,
1: i am on twitter at jeff m hall one Uh,
0: jeff m hall is taken i i I assume
1: uh i can't remember yeah but it's it's been so long now that I, i would assume so
0: all right well guys one one once again thank you so much for watching my name is cod sinclair that is jeff the hitman hall and don't forget The only thing that makes a good wrestling match great is a good old ref bump. We will see you next time.